2: On the latest episode of The Other Side, it's Ultimate Bullshit or Believe
3: It, Part 2. We look back on the stories of high strangeness from the past year and decide conclusively which ones we call bullshit and which ones we declare
2: believe it. To subscribe to The Other Side, go to patreon.com slash Club.
3: This is one you're not going to want to miss. <laughs>
1: It's Bigfoot Collector's Club with Bryce and Michael.
0: I know a ghost story or two.
2: Let's do this. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Bigfoot Collector's Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan, with me always is your other host,
3: Bryce Johnson,
2: and our super producer, Riley Bray, is with us in spirit today. You'll be hearing his music, but as we record this, Riley and Nova the dog are off in the woods getting a little escape from human civilization, so uh, maybe he'll find Bigfoot while he's away, maybe he'll get abducted by a UFO, Uh, but he's probably just getting a a little R&R. Uh, but we'll miss you, Riley, and we'll see you soon. He'll be back next week uh, uh, in next week's episode uh, but uh instead of Riley, we have um, some awesome guests today because today we are digging back into the L files. That's right. we are he- reading your paranormal stories that you sent in to us and if you have a spooky story you'd like to share, please email us at Bigfoot collectors club at gmail.com uh, here to investigate this stack of L files, we've brought in two former guests who know their way around creepy stories. From the podcast Teen Creeps, please welcome back to the clubhouse, Lindsay Katai and Kelly Nugent. Yeah. Yay. Hey. hey. What's up, ladies? What's up, dudes? We're together again for the first time in the Bigfoot Collectors Club. Yeah, thanks for yeah. having us. Um ladies, before we get started, I must ask you. We just went through the spooky season. Lindsay, last time you were on the show, we were talking about uh uh the the haunting of Hill House, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh the classic novel. Uh have you guys read any good books lately? Any good scary books that our readers should know about?
0: Huh have We've we run, anything run a lot good? of bad ones <laughs> 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 yeah, um good I mean,
2: bad also counts i mean I i've been so. i did you nothing know? but watch trashy 80s movies all okay. october long so that's fine
4: okay if you want <sighs> schlock okay what uh wait Lindsay, did we release this episode yet I Wait, think when we've released all episodes okay, we've okay. recorded thus far. This will
2: be out on November 11th.
4: Then we're solid. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's that book that we just read that was like, girls, if you have a stalker,
0: don't worry. <laughs> that yeah. would be uh, Crazy for You, spelled oh, K-R-A-Z-Y. K-R-A-Z-Y. Four
4: it's crazy with a the number, the number four, you just the letter U. Love and the, the moral it. of that story is girls, if you have a stalker, do not worry because he will actually save you from a killer. And if you just tell him, I think of you as a brother, he'll be like,
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like, Okay, I don't feel I that way, but I'll let you, you but feel but that way. Yeah, yeah. since you're yeah.
3: giving me the sister vibes, it's cool.
0: Yeah,
4: uh, also, the, the, the killer the- is your brother. <laughs> the killer is your actual brother oh oh,
2: right yeah just so much i just love that each one of these books i hear you guys talk about is just really the backstory for a future a future tale about a woman with a massive amount of trauma in her life
0: Hundred (laughs) percent. yeah they're all like what not to do stories Mm -hmm. but i mean
3: it's easy
4: to to
0: get through a a
3: bad movie or a tv show but getting through a bad book that seems like a lot of work How, how how does that fare
4: you know ah! it is a lot of work. <laughs> it is it's a lot of work and uh,
0: we've there read three like
2: 50 stories a year. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
0: they're pretty short but we are yes as Kelly said reading uh, a book a week and so right. uh, that's it's a, a lot. That's insane. Wow. Listen, some are bangers but
4: you you're not going to get you're not going to get a banger every week unfortunately.
2: Right,
3: yes, totally. That's true.
2: Hands down, what is the best YA series of all time?
0: Oh, series. series? Like,
2: like good or bad. Like, you know, like your Sweet Valley High or your, you know, Babysitter's Club or whatever your spooky version of okay. Okay. it is. Okay,
0: I have two answers. You go first, Kelly.
4: Okay. Um, serious answer for like uh, uh, actual like really good YA. It's actually modern YA and it's um, by Kirsten White and it's uh, the And I Darken series, which is like historical fiction, but she flips um, uh, Vlad the Impaler to a girl. Who's Lada the Impaler? And it's oh. kind of like exploring like what would push a person to become an impaler? Like what, like <laughs> what would push someone to be so fucked up that they would like. And so it's it's basically just like, do you like people with unhealthy, toxic relationships? And like uh dad, like dad's never gonna approve of me issues. Great. This is a book for you. <laughs> and then like legit, honestly uh most amazing is sweet valley high because like i feel like sweet valley high has has the most like villainous main characters that you're supposed to root for because (laughs) like what was the one we did most recently Lindsay? where they oh they went to a spa and they were like but how could that person own a spa she's so ugly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed she's to be like, like
0: yes oh. pounds
4: overweight yeah.
0: and has like a droopy eye
4: and she's so old she's 30 so it's like <laughs> it's very
0: those are my favorite yeah, a lot of prejudice in those books.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like villains you love to hate, but it's actually the lead. No, the character main characters, the, the main characters <laughs> are No,
0: no, no. Yeah, the Wakefield twins are in fact monsters. Oh
3: yeah. my
2: god! Um, but my favorite
0: I... series is uh, Christopher Pike's Last Vampire series.
2: Oh yeah. Brought that up? I can't remember if you brought that up on that. Maybe in your top five. It's very possible.
0: Yeah, I think I listed at least one of those.
2: Oh, fantastic well I, you know that's that is a pocket of pop culture that i still haven't done a real deep dive on so maybe i'll pick up that vlad the impaler one The lot of the impaler one sounds really cool actually it's it so is very, it's very good. so
4: heartbreaking it's so good. like if you want your heart broken at every turn read it great <laughs> it's good
2: <laughs> if you want your heart literally broken right is it how yeah. do you get impaled up through the rectum through the mouth or I'm gonna look it I think how do you your... impale yeah. somebody? Kind of I wherever. Think, I think yeah. they used to ram them up their rectums.
4: Boys' choice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm looking rectum. up how
4: do you impale someone?
2: Yeah. Uh, while, oh. you're, while you're while you googling that, <laughs> I did mention that this came out. uh This episode will come out on November 11th, which of course is 1111 and oh, that wow. number I don't think we've ever, I don't think we've <laughs> ever, yeah so that number sequence holds a lot of significance for a lot of people yeah. uh have have any of you guys Bryce included ever had like a an 1111 moment yeah i
3: i have them all the time i mean i feel like maybe it's just cuz i'm aware of it so it's like you know uh you're just aware of it, but yeah, I see. I see eleven eleven on the clock uh, quite frequently. I don't know what that means. It's supposed to be a sign of uh, of synchro mysticism or something like that, but uh, it's definitely interesting.
2: Lindsay, huh.
0: I what about you? Any synchronicity
2: not. eleven eleven moments in your life? Is no. it supposed to be scary? I don't think it's scary.
0: Honestly, I answered that way like to be funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not think it was actually going to be spooky. <laughs> When people make wishes
3: yeah I think so I think I think they make wishes on eleven eleven so yeah so it's like a sign of good luck if you if you see it or some people uh mm. you know kind of think of it as like ooh the veil is thin almost like a, at three am you know um, oh. but yeah so it's like one of those weird numbers which is uh quite often associated with with mysticism
2: i've I tend to see it when I feel like I'm experiencing other synchronicity. Going on at the same time like oh I was just thinking about this song and it's playing on the radio or you know I mentioned somebody that I haven't seen for a long time and I run into them at the grocery store that kind of stuff you know. Mm. Or, or sometimes I'll be listening to a song and like the word yellow, maybe it's Coldplay, I don't know. <laughs> but then like a yellow cab will drive by and I'll be like, whoa, well, right, and I'm reading the word yellow on the oh. yellow cab just as they're singing it on the song, like something like that, you know I what I mean? had something
4: happen literally right before I sat down to do this. No where, way, come on, Yeah, this is I was carrying, Synchronicity. yeah, I was carrying, um, uh, I was eating out on the balcony, my dinner, and um I was carrying a plate in and it had a steak knife and a fork on it, and um, I picked it up, and then my husband said, oh, watch out, because the knife kind of turned. And then people walking by, there was a dad and a son, and the dad said, you're going to cut your thumb.
2: Oh, weird. Ooh,
0: to the weird. kid. Not, he couldn't that. see me.
2: That's very weird. Yes, that's, that's perfect. That's the synchronicity.
0: Yeah. I have uh, – the closest I can think to that is I – maybe like 10 years ago just decided one day you know what I'm finally gonna read the bell jar (laughs) (laughs) and I I read it and then I get to the end of the book and it's like giving the little like uh, Sylvia Plath biography and it turned out to be the anniversary of her suicide (gasps) and I was like and I literally threw the book across the room I was like (laughs) get thee away yeah auspicious Uh, wow
2: So I yeah, so I see eleven eleven a lot when stuff like that's going on frequently. Like if I'm having a week where that's happening, I notice it every time I look over the clock. Is it eleven? Is eleven eleven? And I've always thought like that's a sign that like okay, I'm in a rhythm, I'm in a good groove, you know, mm. like I'm harmonizing with everything, and then you know I'm on the mm. right path. That's what I always thought. But it's all you know, who knows? It's all just probably like you know you. <laughs> look at the clock twice a day and see 11 11 it's not that mysterious
0: <laughs> well it's interesting that it comes at like auspicious moments for you yeah, yeah.
4: that's cool. yeah
3: you know what's yeah. interesting though is, is i i've kind of think of it like you know how sometimes you don't need an alarm to actually wake yourself up like you'll actually wake up at uh you know if you wake up at six fifty a.m every day you could forget to set your alarm and you'd still wake up at six fifty a.m yeah. So I think sometimes when you become aware of these numbers, your your mind can even track throughout the day and then you'll find yourself glancing. Oh, my God, 1111, you know, yeah, <laughs> and, you'll, and you'll do it again. So it's like almost like you're in tune with uh, with time and, and, and space in a strange way. But I think the more you th- you recognize that number, the more you're going to start to see it.
2: I feel like this is where Riley would step and go. Yeah, that's true, but also, you know, confirmation bias. Confirmation <laughs> bias. That was the well, word confirmation I was bias. About, right? yeah. Confirmation
3: yeah. bias. Yeah, so I feel like you can throw right out time. that
0: term at literally any time, like Zoom, yeah. in a debate. Like you're like, but on the other hand, confirmation bias. Confirmation bias. Like, and that's yeah. why uh yeah. Clear Pepsi didn't work.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Gotta remember that ad. Van Halen <laughs> right now. was a big that was a big moment on Canaan Lane where I grew up, my neighborhood. We were very <laughs> excited. For that oh, clear yeah, clear
0: Pepsi. Pepsi was the shit, and then it was oh. like, "What is this?"
2: <laughs> crystal wasn't it called Crystal Pepsi? Crystal Pepsi, yeah, yeah, it's crystal yeah, crystal yeah. Pepsi. Pepsi. yeah, yeah. Even, even better, even better. So better. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'm too old
3: for this, but I remember Old Coke, and then and then they brought out New Coke, and people oh, yeah. were pissed.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then,
3: so when they had to switch back to the old formula, it then became Coca-Cola Classic. Classic, mm-hmm. love that. Because oh, it taste bad. It did. It ta- they, well, they it, it tasted like Pepsi, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like they yeah. Pepsi they moved,
2: was winning the taste challenge. They moved
3: closer to a to like a sweeter instead of that kind of crisp Coke that everybody yeah. loves, and because uh, we love people were Pe- pissed.
2: Pepsi had a rad ad camp. We're we're going off on a tangent here, but Pepsi had a rad ad campaign with like. They had they had uh, Michael Jackson. They had Michael J. Fox. It was the choice of the new generation. It was like the punk mm-hmm. soda. It was like Coke sucks. Yeah. is cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
2: they tried new Coke to compete with that, and everybody hated it. Wow. And uh, yeah, so you know. But you I don't. feel like it did
0: make everybody double down on liking classic Coke. Almost yeah. like, well, I put up such a big fuss that now I'm like a fucking Coke head, and not in the drug way. <laughs> Not in, not in I'm the. I'm with you. I like, fucking love I'm like Coke. Dedicated to like Coca-Cola Classic. Yeah. Finally, yep. it's back.
3: My dad used to have those little taste tests with us, where he'd get the little Dixie cups and we'd do like RC Cola and Tab. And oh my and, god, fun! And it was so much fun. And you know, we'd blindfold each other and, and you know. That's see, what you guys would do instead
2: get. of going to church when you're at his house. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, there was, no, there was no yeah, That was totally. our church um did you get kelly did you get any i was just on about impaling? to jump
4: in because right. i was gonna say speaking of tangents you can be impaled at like pretty much dealer's choice so there's many <laughs> different ways that you can be impaled like one of them okay i am like seeing some very disturbing images on wikipedia right now i believe there's that. longitudinal impalement
3: mm. which
4: is like along the body length
3: sure so like mm-hmm.
4: up That's the up boo the through the body and then there's through the heart, like what you were saying. So there's those are actually separate.
0: I hope there is also latitudinal. latitudinal. Oh, like like, like
4: like just through the like tummy, just across your little tummy. Yeah, I think that's I think that's transversal. So transversal yeah. impalement is frontal to dorsal, so it goes from the front to the back.
0: Well, I ask for justice for the word lat, latitudinal. Latitudinal. If yeah. longitudinal gets to be in the game, why not lat- latitudinal? Fair, Maybe because
4: it's. <laughs> also there's a lot of variations
0: so you know what if you want to do a lot of research
4: on impalement (laughs) there's a lot out there for you email me that link
2: i'll throw it up in the show notes how's that
4: literally okay i will it's a wikipedia article great
2: that's easy (laughs) it's easy to do
4: ellie the google queen strikes again listen i'm really good at googling i literally googled how do you impale someone
2: You got to be careful. I feel like some videos you do not want to see would come up.
1: Yeah, there was a video how-to. Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality Go to Bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
2: Well, speaking of reading things that we found on the internet, uh, you guys uh, send in your, your, your listener stories. These are your paranormal stories. And we're going to kick things off, dig into the L-Files right now. Bryce, yeah. why don't you kick it off for Let's us? do
3: it. This one's called Short Orb Story. Hello. Me and a friend of mine were on a group walking tour in Rome around 2014 and experienced something strange. We had stopped to take a break, so me and my friend took a seat on a small wall in the shade behind the Pantheon. I was sitting there looking around.
2: Behind the Pantheon. Behind the Pantheon. <laughs> so
4: casually throwing that <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, Charlanda, meet me behind the Pantheon.
2: <laughs> I think that's the name of this episode. Behind the Pantheon.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> when all of a sudden, a glowing orb the size of a tennis ball flew by about two feet in front of my face. It was perfectly round and moving very fast. If... If it was moving any faster, I don't think I would would be able to make out the shape of it. I was startled, and I started to look around to see if anyone else in the group saw this, but no one else was reacting to it until I turned to my friend sitting next to me when he looked at me with a shocked look on his face and said, Did you see that? When we tell people they say it was probably just the sun reflecting off of something. Uh, mm-hmm. Confirmation bias. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <that Yeah. laughs> sounds
0: yeah. like confirmation this, bias. Yeah.
3: But this wasn't something that hit us in the eyes. It was clearly a couple feet in front of us and perfectly round. Well, that's it. Hope you guys are doing well, Stephen. Uh, wow. wow. Yeah. Hey, man. Orb. You saw an orb. Let's let's just call it yeah. a space ball.
2: That's like, so you're not going to mistake a, that for like a bug.
3: No, No. that's big.
4: Never found a big ass.
2: (laughs) 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 They got some thick fireflies in Rome.
4: Yeah, (laughs) by the Pantheon.
2: Have you guys ever
3: heard of orbs or ever seen any strange orb-like lights or anything like that?
0: No, no. As a as a kid and teenager, I was obsessed with like I wanted. I was fascinated with just orbs. Oh, really? Just like the shape. I loved spherical just balls. Like if you go to like a pottery barn or something and they have a display of just like decorative <laughs> spheres, I'd be like, I need. You were into me. that. It like as if I thought everything was a crystal ball or something. <laughs> totally. Like Jareth
2: in uh, Labyrinth, David yes. Bowie's character spinning oh, the cryptisms exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Exactly. That's probably what did it. Mm-hmm. did you
2: ever fantasize about like living inside a crystal oh dude ball?
0: yes
4: we've talked about this we've mm-hmm. talked about this Lindsay and i have talked about this in length mm-hmm. so like when we were teens young people out there not even teens younger when, young people out there we did not have the internet so <laughs> when we were kids we would just like imagine things yeah. you just like sit there and imagine and I'll i remember Like, yeah, like looking at this book of geodes and like being like, what if I was tiny? What if I was a tiny little person that lived inside of that geode? Like, (laughs) and that was my afternoon. That was a whole afternoon. Yeah.
3: Now I just see see myself yelling at my daughter. You know, you're on your phone a lot. When I I was young, I just had to imagine things.
0: (laughs) You You did.
3: It's so good now.
0: You'd be like, there's literally nothing to do, nothing that I want to watch on television because my options are very limited because it is 1993. That's great. And you would just yeah. go, I guess I'll just invent a whole fake life for myself in my head and tell no one about it. Yeah. Yeah. And just have
4: this little secret world where, dude, Lindsay, didn't you used to like lay down on the floor of your closet
0: and just imagine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was literally closeted for all That's how I
3: life. had fun
0: yeah uh yeah, yeah i had this whole little twinkly light set up with my books about auras and my book about king arthur and um all of my spheres <laughs> <laughs>
4: dude yeah i used to like go outside and like get these big leaves and they weren't even that big i'm gonna be honest they were like the size of my hand okay and i get these bias. leaves and i confirmation bias and i would like put little sticks i would like make a little fairy hut thing and then i'd be like what if
2: i was small and i could be inside of (laughs) was really about shrinking down i want it to
4: be i want it to be really tiny
2: (laughs) i mean i get it i I remember being so bored at times like a recurring game i would play i was i would just lay lay on my bed stare at the wall and then like look at the texture of the paint on my wall and then i would just (laughs) I would just take my fingers and walk across the wall, like I was like, yep. "Now your yep. legs walking yep. across the ground, yep. like that." That's like that would kill like fifteen minutes. Yeah, as You like just kid.
0: be a finger person for a while, yeah. yeah. And I'd make my and fingers do splits,
2: and then I'd yeah. be like,
0: "What if I?" <laughs> and then you like doing like little rocket kicks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: The power of This is, of why,
2: this is mm-hmm. how how I got into aliens and UFOs and because <laughs> yeah. it was like. I just had too much time to think about crap like this. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, I need to know now that we're talking. I need to know how much kids now either daydream or play pretend.
3: God, because I a have crazy. truly got two no of them. sense of it. Yeah, my their imagination works pretty good when you take their their phones and their iPads away. So you know, it just it's about like I think it's about like getting bored, being bored, and then and then turning. Mm-hmm turning the world around you into something that it's not you know but you have to allow for that boredom in order for it to happen you know if you're just constantly looking to be entertained then you know you're not gonna you know lay on the floor and look up and stare and pretend you can be in a little hut that you made out of leaves you know <laughs> yeah. i think that stuff's important you know yeah, well
0: there's a lack of boredom boredom nowadays.
3: yeah i yeah. do
4: wonder about that yeah like our kids i mean i, th- I think the answer is a hefty no but our is the average kid Bored as often as the average kid no. was when we were kids.
2: Kid, if you're a bored kid listening to this, please <laughs> oh, man. email us at Bigfoot Collectors Club at gmail.com. Do and not let know. email them.
4: <laughs> you need to ask your parents.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, check it check with a parent first. All right. I assume they're, they, they're fans as well and they're listening to this. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Speaking of emails, my, this one's called My Ghost Cat Sits on My Head.
0: I love it. I love it. Hi, Michael,
2: Bryce, Riley, and everyone else. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and have been listening since the very beginning. I just listened to the episode where Michael tells the story of the dream he had about sweet baby Albie and feeling and hearing him. This is my bulldog that passed Aww. away this summer. Aww. First okay. of all, my deepest condolences for your loss. Thank you, uh, listener. I recently lost my best friend of 12 years and was absolutely devastated. Her name was Precious, and she was just that. She's a <laughs> Aww. every night she slept right on my pillow right next to next to or on my head one night not long after she passed i was having an emotionally rough day i was in that kind of asleep, kind of awake state and i felt her jump on the bed the same light thud that i'd felt a million times Mm -hmm. i then felt something press against my head and i couldn't bring myself to open my eyes but instantly felt calm and went right to sleep
4: wait why are you
1: making me cry (laughs) sometimes
2: you know we pluck the heartstrings of our guests and our listeners oh my
1: god this
2: has happened a few times since there are no other pets in the house that could that this could be attributed to Perhaps it's some kind of muscle memory triggered by a stressful day, but I like to think it's her telling me everything's okay like she did for so many years when she was alive. I hope you feel the same kind of comfort knowing that maybe Albie is letting you know he'll always be there for you. Keep up the amazing podcast. Can't wait for season two of Expedition Bigfoot. Little shout out there, Bryce. Nice. Lots of love, Marissa. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Marissa. I mean, I've had this experience, as you know, so I get it.
0: my god i'm honestly a little teary no
4: i am too and i (laughs) am too delicate right there's something wrong with me where i don't cry so something's happening
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm affected
3: you guys (laughs) i'm
0: affected i'm feeling things my mine and mike's dog edwin we just had to take him into the vet to have a little cyst removed above his eye
2: i almost had a heart attack okay yeah
0: and um and we were like oh my god what if it's cancer what if it's cancer and in the invoice they gave us because we were like okay well while he's there we'll go ahead and do one of those like full dental exams with the x-rays and the scraping and all of that and in the invoice they accounted for like us possibly having to do, do six tooth extractions
3: Oh, oh, my God. And we were like,
0: oh, my God. And we're talking about it the night before. And we're like, he's not going to need any teeth extracted. They're always saying that his teeth look good. So, like, we don't even have to worry about it. We get a call when he's in there doing the procedure. They're like, yeah, um, so he needs 16 teeth extracted. <gasps> Wait, how no. many? 16. And Do it ended up 17? only being Jesus. 15. I know. It like, turns oh, out that she has like 42 teeth, and this happens a lot with small dogs because they're they've been bred in a way where it's like they still have as many teeth <laughs> as back when they were a big dog Mm. in their ancestry and their Mm. mouths are just too small and it gets very bad in there and so she's like he's probably going to feel a lot better now but we were like he had an infection from it and the infection had moved to his liver and so we were just like flipping out and we get him back and we're like cooing over him because we're so concerned about his little mouth thank god the cyst was nothing but
3: yeah Mm. dumb question time can dogs get cavities (laughs) Yes.
2: yes. Well, that's what yeah. was going on. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because yeah. I uh, had Albie,
2: Albie had, had an abscess tooth, and I had to get take him in, and I could tell. I thought maybe they could get it with cleaning, but uh, it was like one of his back, back teeth. Mm-hmm. And they, they took that out, and then they were like, oh, this infection is actually spread along this entire row of teeth, and he had like five or six teeth taken out, including one of his cute little fangs in the front, which was uh, a total bummer. Yeah, Edwin that, had yeah. all these
0: tiny, little, tiny, tiny little, like, of sand, than, like, yeah, oh, <laughs> grains oh of sand, God. practically. I was going to say, like, rice. <laughs> yeah, they are teeny, rice tiny, teeth. But, oh. but worse, like, uh, not worse, but like, smaller. Yeah. And we were like, hey, tiny teeth, and we'd call them tiny teeth all the time, <laughs> no, and I now know. all of them are gone
4: yeah okay. i had All that with family. um one of my cats it's mi- same thing where it's like missing more teeth than she has now and she used to have two vampire fangs and she was black cat so it's really cute and then they're gone and so now she just looks Aww. like a little old lady
2: I'm, i <laughs> like it's kind of cute that she has more tooth than cat that's kind of cute though yeah
4: oh. <laughs>
2: <That is> cute. <laughs> oh we love our pups thank yeah. you for that letter marissa that, that was, was so really sweet, sweet
4: marissa i'm so yeah. sorry for
2: your loss um kelly you've got a nice chunky letter here why don't you dig into it yeah the
4: letter's pretty <laughs> chunked up let me read it okay trickster ghost in my house all right hi VCC crew and guests i have a few paranormal experiences i've been dying to share but first i have something to say michael i loved watching you as henry and what i like about you and bryce oh. i loved watching you as detective Wil wilden wilden Wilden. Wilden in Pretty Little Liars. If your character hadn't been a total creepo cop, I would have had a crush on you. Nice. I didn't know it was either of you until I slowly began recognizing your voices, so it was fun for me to realize you guys aren't so unfamiliar after all.
2: I like that you recognize us just by our voices. That's That's a lot of actors to weed out.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. made it. I have two stories, which I'll share today, and some terrifying (laughs) sleep paralysis stories that I will send in a future email. I'm going to do what any good BCC listener does and try and keep it, quote, short, winky face. Context. I recently graduated college, and I'm living in my childhood home. I believe my house was built in the 1950s or 60s, and we don't believe anyone's ever died there. I've lived in this house in Minneapolis all my life, and I'm 23 years old i never saw a ghost although i did see shadow people which taught me not to go looking in dark places at night my eyes always seemed to either imagine or see the ugliest scariest demented looking faces Mm. staring back at me Ah. the paranormal things that i've experienced have been small but very unexplainable even after several years of trying to come up with logical theories here are two of the weirdest experiences i've had in my house one in early high school i had a friend over to hang out We were talking in the family room before going outside to play soccer. The only other person in the house was my dad. He walked through the family room, out the door, into the garage. And as soon as the door closed behind him, my friend and I both heard a loud click. We looked around and thought it was weird, but chalked it up to a weird house sound. However, a couple minutes later, my dad tries to reenter the house and he can't. He knocks on the door and I go to open it, but I can't either. I look and the deadbolt is locked. I undo the lock and open the door, and both my dad and I look at each other and say, why did you lock the door? Then we both say, I didn't lock the door. (laughs) My dad was angry at me and assumed me and my friend were playing a prank on him, but my friend knows the truth. We didn't dwell on it, and we went off to play soccer. But I think about this all the time. My dad swears he didn't lock the door, and frankly, it wouldn't have been possible. We only have two keys for the deadbolt on that door. One stays in the lock on the inside of the house, and one is in a hiding spot on the other side of the garage. There's no way my dad could have gotten to it and locked the door so quickly. I've tried playing with the lock to see if there's any way to make it balance where it locks by itself from being slammed but I haven't had any luck. The lock is not on a spring and it requires two full turns to lock it. I have no explanation or theory as to what happened that day other than a trickster spirit messing with us. It's funny to think that it could have been my deceased grandpa's playing a prank as well. That is funny. (laughs) That is funny. That's cute. I hope it's that. Number two this story is probably the most spooky around the same time period. I was dropped off at my house to grab something and then leave right away. It was pitch dark outside and no one was home except for me and my dog who was locked in his kennel at the time. I went downstairs and began looking for what I needed. When I heard three footsteps, a pause, three footsteps, a pause. And it continued from one side of my house to the other. I want to be clear. I've lived my whole life in this house, and I can usually identify exactly who's walking and where based on what the footsteps sound like. And these were not no normal footsteps and certainly weren't no creaking pipes. Mm. It was clear as day. Step, 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 pause. Step, 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 pause. From the family room on one side of the bedrooms to the complete other side. I stood frozen in fear, thinking about the movie *The Conjuring*, where Ed and Lorraine Warren say <laughs> that demons make sounds in threes as an insult to the Holy Trinity. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is so horrifying.
3: Yeah, I, I just—I w- I was going to say, I just Travel Channel just had a great uh, shock doc on Ed and Lorraine Warren uh, called *The Devil's Road*. It was so good. Uh, cool. we can talk more on that later, but yeah, yeah, it knocks in threes to exactly like you said—piss uh, wow. off the
2: Trinity. Rude. I, I, I just like picturing the Holy Ghost uh, the Holy Ghost being like, if they knock one more time <laughs> I am going to be insulted and I,
4: then it's the I mean, third no, and they're they- like, they better knock one more time so it's four <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it uh-huh.
4: I stood down there for a few minutes until the footsteps stopped then called out upstairs to see if anyone had gotten home and was just walking strangely no one answered I went upstairs, got a knife I don't know what I thought I was going to accomplish <laughs> with this Stay but oh well <laughs> and checked every nook and cranny until I felt totally sure an intruder wasn't in my house. I haven't heard the footsteps since, but it was too clear of a sound for me to mistake it. I'm hoping it's the same trickster ghost from before. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been afraid of my basement since my brother told me that oh, Samara from The Ring lived down there, and this event certainly <laughs> didn't help. That's Thanks for all the laughs and for spooks. It. You guys feel like friends from afar, sending love from Minnesota. Uh-oh
2: nice thank you listener dude what that's a,
3: crazy yeah i
2: mean poltergeist activity may be connected to how old was she at the time i mean it tends to i mean the the the, the, the old lore goes that poltergeist ten activity tends to happen when there's an adolescent teen in the house mm-hmm. often a teenage girl early uh, high school she that,
4: said it's around the same time there
2: Interesting. you go i mean i think that theory is I'm a little sexist, but um, I don't know. Well, this is this is some poltergeist activity. Our
0: estrogen is a powerful psychic energy. Yeah, yeah. It's connected it, to the moon.
2: I, <laughs> I just can't tell if this theory comes is is made up by men who are just scared of of, of women in general. I, mean, I, don't, I, I think don't so know, for but, sure
0: because they uh, they view but, uh, like teenage girls as as being like a demonic dick trap.
2: do tempt you swings me? are unpredictable. <laughs> To my um, dress. but oh my uh that, okay let's let's uh, the lock on the door what do you guys think you're this this sounds like Two a full turns?
4: Story. yeah come on no way they can't just do that i think that some uh, some ghost did that it's got to be yeah a I'm with you. The I, I, believe some, I mean i mean yeah or the ghost yeah maybe and it also, could be the friend who's like stepping over some
2: boundaries
0: or a ghost
2: and if it's a prank what's the payoff of the prank On especially when dad's dad? not like hur, hur, hur.
0: <laughs> to go home and just it's like not even your cruelly dad. laugh at your friend for believing that you didn't lock <laughs> a door <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just like a real long con to just fuck with you and make you think you're insane oh they're gaslighting yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah exactly And then two? I don't know. I would say same spirit. Bryce, what do you think?
3: Yeah, something's going on there. Uh, Those footsteps sound pretty creepy. I'm going to go with you, man. It might be the same sort of spirit or at least uh, something of the same type of activity.
0: I'm going to say different spirit because the first one was like, ha ha, I locked the door on you. And then like scampers off like an elf or something. And the second one is like, fuck you, Holy
1: Trinity. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting that same vibe. Like the first one is like yeah. I'm a little gasping. <laughs> and then the second one is like You will
1: <laughs> bow to
2: me. <laughs>
4: so. um,
2: listener, I would say find out where your house is mm-hmm. built and if there are any other stories around that area. hmm Maybe it's in a spooky pocket. Um <laughs> spooky I love pocket. it. I'm, I'm with you ladies. All right, guys. Uh Lindsay, you yes. have a letter there that I think we should get I into. Do.
0: This letter is entitled, Memories of Previous Life and Living with a Ghost.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, First great. of all, I'll say, I think there's a typo here. I think it begins uh, after the... Uh... Oh, also, uh, oh, that yeah. listener, uh, somehow this, huh? these letters overbled. And that listener, last listener, also lived lives in Sasquatch ter- Territory.
3: Oh, I'm looking British at that Columbia. now. British oh, Columbia, right on. No. Sorry Whoa. for the typo, everybody. Wait, 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 right? I see, I see. So I see. Your,
2: your letter starts right after gotcha, that. Gotcha, Got gotcha. you.
0: All right. In my 28 years of life, I have experienced dozens upon dozens of paranormal experiences and encounters. First, from the time I could talk until about age six, I had vivid memories of my previous life which I shared openly with my parents. I talked about my other mommy and daddy as well as my brother. Only my sister was born when I was four. I was able to provide shocking amounts of detail about them, what they looked like, what they wore, where we lived, places we went on holiday that I had never been, things we did together, toys and dresses I had, among other things. It gets better, you guys. I read this beforehand. It is important (laughs) to note that my parents fact-checked everything I was saying and every single detail checked out.
3: Yeah. Uh You
0: know what? Props to those parents for, like, not just, like, dismissing this they, they must yeah. have been like at this point like afraid of their own child
2: <laughs> i would have been so excited oh my god <laughs> i'd be like daddy's going to look at the microfish yeah. come on
3: yeah you know there's like a point system for for uh for reincarnations people uh experiencing their memories from a past life they you know it, they, they rated on like a point system how many facts can actually check out and exactly like she said places dates other people mm-hmm. and a lot of the times they can actually find out who this person thinks they were in a right
2: giving to the end of the story oh sorry okay My guys, I, didn't, I didn't know
3: i haven't read even it yet. better I'm than you, you think you.
0: eventually they is that where i left off yeah. Okay, eventually they started to question me further, asking me increasingly difficult questions. I was able wow. to answer every question, provide additional details and never once contradicted my story or changed it in any way. What? Based on the significant amount of information I was providing, they were able to place my family in England in the early 1900s. What shocked them the most was when I described my family moving from England to New York. My father got a job in NYC and we were going there on a big boat that was very shiny and new. It was like a fun holiday. I described the boat in detail, things we did on no. it, and you probably guessed it. It was no. the fucking Titanic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's <No>. wild. <laughs> what?
0: I had never I seen cannot. the movie. I I know. I told you it got <laughs> good. Oh. I had never seen the movie, and they had never told me about it. I went on to describe the night it sank in graphic detail. Oh I remember being no. very Lucky. scared Shit. and rushing around. My mother and my brother and myself got off the big boat and into a little boat, but an angry man told my daddy that he couldn't come with us, that there was another special little boat for him. My mommy cried and begged the angry man to let my daddy on our boat, but he refused. I never saw my other daddy again. That was, was horrible. That was as Heartland. far as my memories went. Everything seemed to end with that traumatic night. After I turned 7, oh. I stopped talking about it completely. Do you guys think she died? The little girl died out there? Yeah, she died.
4: Yeah. She's a freaking Titanic ghost.
3: No, no, I think her dad, her dad probably didn't make it on to another uh, life Right. But she, she says
2: that's as far as her yeah. memories went and she's like a 6-year-old girl telling the story. She died on that boat, So many people died on this boat. You think she's so, so dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Wow. She's a ghost. She's a sea ghost. So As, she's yeah. not
3: she's not saying that when when she turned 7 she stopped uh having memories of her past life. Yes. You no, know, she stopped talking she's about seen.
4: it at 7, but the yeah, memories ended. Talking- mm-hmm. wow. So
2: she 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 from up till the age of six, or turning seven, she had these vivid memories. Right. And the memories went up to the night of the Titanic. My God. And then crazy. after she turned seven, she kinda of stopped talking about her previous life. Anyway, that there's is, more to this mm-hmm. letter. Wow. That's wild.
0: However, I am convinced that whatever the hell it was made me more receptive to spirits, entities, and energies. Because once I turned seven was when my encounters with the paranormal began. I have always believed in the paranormal and spent 18 years living in the same house that was haunted by the, in parentheses, friendly, definitely not malevolent, spirit of the man who had built the house. My theory is that Lady... You are, in fact, a ghost. <laughs> I think she's been a ghost the whole time. I think you've Surprise, been a ghost the whole you're a time. Ghost. <laughs> Sorry to spoil for you.
2: <laughs> Sorry to spoil the ending of your, of your own, own story. Life, but you died on the Titanic,
0: ghost. your sea ghost traveled <laughs> to the country, yeah. and you were ghost. Wow you Congratulations a ghost.
2: for figuring out how to email yeah, us and download a yeah. podcast. You're like a high-functioning
0: ghost. No, that's good. That's good. Ghost, <laughs> ghost writer. That's really good. You should put Love in us. your Twitter bio, like, hashtag actually ghost.
2: <laughs>
0: so anyway, she wow. felt the spirit of the man who built the house. He died of a heart attack in the house, and we believe his attachment to his home was simply too strong for him to leave it. We experienced everything in that house. Cold spots, Lights and TV turning on and off, feeling something staring at the back of your head, hearing footsteps walking around the house, seeing a white silhouette move out of the corner of your eye, doors, cupboards, fridge opening and closing, things disappearing, our dogs would—this sounds like a nightmare—our dogs would randomly perk up and start staring and growling at thin air, except again, my theory is that this was all you— Also, it's the dog is staring at you because you are a seagull. You're a seagull. (laughs) Girl. you a seagull. Girl.
3: Girl. Girl. Mm
0: -hmm. Also, one time he took all of the pool balls out of the pockets of the pool table. That is interesting. And put them in shoes in the next room. That, you know what? I appreciate that. That's kind of funny. Where are are they? I can't put my shoes on. I was the only person in the house for that one. The craziest thing that happened other than the pool ball incident was this. One night I was walking down the stairs. The lights were off so I couldn't see anything. <clears throat> Our dog liked to lay on the landing. So just before I stepped onto it, I called out, "Are you there?" expecting to hear my dog move or make some noise. Instead, I was overcome with freezing cold. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I felt a presence right behind me, and he whispered into my ear, <gasps> "No, I'm here." It was the only time he ever spoke to anyone and he never fully materialized. It didn't scare me because I could sense he had no bad intentions, but it shook me to my core. Huge That's fan cool. of your podcast. <laughs> Thanks for the weekly <laughs> and opening our eyes to the craziness of the world. And then get this, you guys, you guys. What? Craziness of the world, Cassandra. Cassandra, Cassandra. You really gonna you're really going to be that ghost. on the nose sea ghost? Yeah.
2: What's I is Cassandra? Oh, Cassandra no, I'm, I'm was idiot. like
0: a soothsayer in
2: that's, uh, Greek, well, that's mythology. Greek mythology. Greek, yeah. Yeah. Greek, that's a Greek. Oh. Is that a play? Is Cassandra in one of the classical Greek? I should know. I um, classical,
0: yeah, I forget exactly. I don't know if it was like in a play or mythology. <sighs> wow. <clears throat> oh no, yeah, she was a priestess of Apollo, cursed God. to Guys. utter true prophecies but never to be believed. Wow! Oh, what a is curse. wild
3: letter. That is crazy. Is
0: this thank you so much, Cassandra the Sea Ghost, because... for sharing your story.
4: <laughs> Cassandra, I mean... thank you for learning how to get into the internet as a ghost and writing an email and telling us your story. You are a ghost,
2: unfortunately,
4: mm-hmm. or congratulations, <laughs> or congrats, because you know now you can you can get your full ghost potential. Mm-hmm.
2: This. Bryce, well, maybe the best letter we've ever gotten.
3: I mean, it's uh, it ranks up there. I'm fascinated with this past life uh, memory and recall. I mean, it it it's uh, it's actually more well studied than than people think. There's a doctor named Dr. Ian Stevenson who wrote basically wrote the book on the subject, and uh, and the accounts are fascinating, and and they can actually be fact checked, just like this girl was saying. And it's wild. I mean, the implications are astounding that uh, that, you know, maybe there is something to living past lives and reincarnation. But, you know, and having the memory of those is incredible. Kids usually lose those memories around six, seven and eight. So they lose that recall. But it doesn't surprise me that, uh, you know, she maintains sort of this uh, this opening into the into the paranormal. You know, Um, perhaps she's a very sensitive person to these uh, to these sort of phenomenons it's very strange Mm
2: -hmm. i mean amazing story amazingly well written i'm not accusing you of being a liar cassandra i was just like is this made up because this is too good to be true (laughs) i
0: mean if you get a titanic Uh, story that's like ghost gold
2: yeah that's pretty good
0: and if someone's a ghost
4: from the damn titanic like ghost story Mm -hmm. titanic story bring it together they are a ghost mm -hmm. from the titanic
3: i would say this next level you you would be able to find out if that's true or not i mean there there are certain um uh not societies is not the word i'm looking for but there's th- there's certain places you could go to, who will they know the
2: log book of, of the titanic oh, yeah that's what yeah. i'm
3: saying there's ways to check to see uh you know sounds
4: like they did well, she said her yeah parents wild. did i think parents did
3: that's insane I, this is i love it shocking. yeah
2: i love this guys I I mean, I feel like we got to take our break here because we can't top that in 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 this half of the show.
0: (laughs) I need to recover. All
2: right, We're going to take a quick recovery and then when we come back, we have more L-Files from you guys. Man, I mean, we'll see if it gets better than that Titanic letter, but if we were handing out prizes on this show... Cassandra, you'd win so far.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah.
3: Not bad. Best (laughs) ghost Best ghost (laughs) Let's read another one. Here we go. Hey there, BCC team. I've been a listener since your appearance on Bizarre States a few years back and look forward to the new show and the Patreon shows every week. I've always been obsessed with the spooky and the strange since childhood, and your podcast is one of my absolute favorites with the mix of info, humor, and fun guests. I have, in my 42 years, had some personal experiences with The Unexplained, one of Mm. which I'd like to share now. I grew up in Newport News, Virginia, an East Coast town right next door and, side of, a lot of important events in our nation's early history. And in my experience, the spirits of 76 are still around the area, along with a few additions. Haunted battlefields. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Haunted battlefields where you can <laughs> hear revolutionary drums laid on foggy nights. Colonial homes where security guards won't go after dark. General Cornwallis's cave, Washington's campsite for the siege of Yorktown, and a mysterious road spelled differently on either end that's become the source of numerous <laughs> urban legends are just a few of my haunts in my youth. It was a great area growing up for a geeky kid into ghosts and the paranormal. <laughs> I never thought my most frightening experience would be my own home. I was a few months away from departing for Navy boot camp and working as a groundskeeper at a local golf course. Considering mowing was my full-time job, my dad decided to be a nice guy one week and get the yard at home for me. While mowing near the house, the mower blade suddenly stopped and made a loud clang as it struck something coming out of the ground. (gasps) When my dad dug it up, he discovered what appeared to be Cannonball being a military community, my dad's first call was to a friend of his who was a former EOD guy, um, which I think stands for explosion. Uh, anybody know Michael? Do you know EOD?
2: I'll, go- I'll google End it. End of day, I
3: explosive ordnance device, maybe something. Never trusted. Well, that would be EOD. Uh, okay,
2: hold yeah, on. Yeah, this is
3: EOD. It says my a former EOD guy. Explosive Ordinance. Or EO something. Them. I don't
2: know. Uh, ex- uh, explosive Ordinance Disposal. Disposal. Thank you.
3: Disposal. Oh, right. Because of the cannonball. They want to put it away. Get it away. He had my father place the cannonball in a bucket of water and made some calls. An hour or two later, Navy EOD shows up at our house in full gear and takes the cannonball away. Apparently, mm-hmm. it had a gunpowder core that had never gone off and could <gasps> at any moment. And that's not even the scary part. What? Anyway, the Navy took it away and detonated it offshore somewhere near the weapons station in Yorktown. They estimated it was an unexploded round from roughly around the War of 1812 era. A few weeks later, my parents won a weekend vacation and I had the place to myself for the weekend. I had settled in for a night of movies and Cannibal
2: relaxing. Cannonball
3: party! Cannonball <laughs> yeah. At least we know who's winning those vacations. Dude, uh, right? congrats oh, to the j- parents. Jam. Around 10 or so, my dog, Bo, who was 12 years old, nearly deaf and blind at this point, uh-huh. hopped up from the couch and ran to the threshold of the living room and began to growl <gasps> with full hackles up and all. Mm, pass. This was unusual to me. As Bo was the friendliest dog in the world and loved everyone and everything, he barely barked, much less growled threateningly. My first thought was, maybe someone was trying to break in. So I get up and I grab my trusty folding knife and go investigate <laughs> the back of the house. Oh, that's By the so way, true, you know? trusty folding Actually,
2: knife. This, this guy is such like a guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's such a boy. He's like, you well, know what yeah. I, mean? he's got, I was going to he's find game. a cannonball. <laughs> he's got his folding knife. He's got his old dog. who's protecting him. Away. <laughs> This is such the a, like, watching movies and chilling at home I'm alone. I'm a
0: groundskeeper at a golf course. <laughs>
2: Fuck yeah, yeah this on. is very uh,
3: like
0: Ray Bradbury's story. It's
3: like, <laughs> young boys in the summertime. <laughs> so he's got his folding knife. I right. searched every room and closet in the house as well as the windows. Seeing no issues, I closed all the doors behind me so if I had missed someone, I would hear the doors open behind me. I go back to the living room and turn my movie back on. 20 to 30 minutes later, the same thing happened. Bo jumps up and the growling begins. Additional strangeness. This dog who loved me more than anything would not cross that threshold for anything. So I go to look again. Every single door had been opened. Every Stop. single one. As I stared Ew. at the door from the hall out of the corner of my eye, I see a shadow no. dart down the side of my parents' bed in their room. Knife out.
4: No. Storm said- into the room.
3: Young and dumb, I know. And flipped (laughs) on the lights. Nothing there. No one under the bed or with anywhere else they could have gone. So at this point, I'm spooked. I back out of the room slowly and turn out the lights. As soon as I cross back into the living room area, I start hearing what sounds like a whisper of my name from the back
4: of the house. Shut the fuck up. I don't do it.
3: Fully freaked out now, I throw a leash on Bo who has not moved from his post in the doorway, grabbed the cordless phone and exit out of the other door through the garage. We went out to my car to sit, and I called some friends of mine who I knew wouldn't think I was nuts. (laughs) Once all night... Oh, once they arrived, we went inside and repeated the process. The house still apparently empty. We hung out and stayed up all night in the living room wide awake. The next morning, all three confessed... We had heard our name whispered at some point in the night. Oh my god. And only we heard it. I never felt easy in that place again, but I went away to boot camp shortly thereafter. What a. This guy is such a boy.
4: Oh my god. Off off to boot camp.
3: (laughs) Off to boot camp. Uh, And never had anything like that happen again until I left. Funny thing is, the area where I saw the shadow person in my parents' room was right on the other side of the wall where we discovered the cannonball. (gasps) I wonder if we woke something up when we moved.
0: Yes, obviously.
3: You uh, woke
4: up a Civil War (laughs) ghost or something!
3: You got that (laughs) War of 1812 ghost going on! (laughs) Seriously! A more positive thought released a soul who had been trapped but took a little time to fully fade. Anyway, that's one of my weird little stories from a life seemingly being a magnet for this kind of stuff. I really hope it's not too long. Hope you guys enjoy it and keep up the great work. Maybe we'll get you guys out here for the Mothman Festival. Or maybe Tight. even the Virginia Bigfoot Conference sometime. Keep on believing. Jason Fitchko, Staunton, Virginia. Also, strangely enough, a really haunted area with even an occasional Squatch sighting. Thank you, <sighs> Jason. Wow, Dude. what a letter, man. That's a crazy. Jason. You
2: guys are on fire, this, this uh, wow. L file. Yeah, these are some are good L files. This is...
3: This is a treasure trove of paranormal stories. I mean, this is what we're collecting on the Bigfoot Collectors Club.
2: Yeah. Mm. That, and thankfully, not gunpowder loaded cannonballs. I like
0: that. <laughs> so, I have two theories about this cannonball. One, they found the cannonball, and then this ghost, this like little boy from the Jeffersonian era, era was like, Has anyone seen my cannonball? Oh, yeah. And was, like, hunting for it and hunting for it and couldn't find it. And he's like, excuse me, sir. And then the other theory I have is that when the Navy detonated that cannonball, it hit a wormhole. And that wormhole actually is what brought down the Titanic. And so this person and Cassandra the Sea Ghost
2: are connected so it's all connected it's all connected, it's all like connected. This. This, they're they're part of the shared bc univ- BCC yeah. universe. bcc
0: exactly exactly
3: is there anything creepier than hearing your own name whispered in the back no, of your that
2: head? no i gotta tell you as you're reading that part of the story like i had a little like mental image of someone like what if someone just appeared behind me right now and i right. screamed my mind <laughs> yeah because they're not supposed really
3: to know your name. How the fuck do they know your See, name? See, that's the And thing, they what? all
2: know their own the other his friends' names, and they all hear yeah. their yeah. name being said. That's sh- that's some fucking Pennywise the clown yeah. shit. Yeah. Really? much like, so. Not
4: strangers anymore. Mm. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> that's we pretty so good, Pennywise. Pennywise. Thank Georgia. you, thank you, Georgie, Georgie.
0: Um, Okay. Yeah. Real quick, I so I wanted to like put out that theory about the little boy who's looking for his beloved cannonball. So I was looking up. Okay, well, what in the in 1812? What was the name of the era, so that I could say Jeffersonian era, right? The so then the so then all right. So it goes Jeffersonian era. This era that I'm about to tell you what the name of it is, and then it's followed by the Jacksonian era. Okay. So, the era of 1812 to, like, 1825 is called the Era of Good Feelings.
2: Aww. Whoa. It goes a little Jeffersonian different than Jack, era. Jack, yeah.
0: Era right. of good feelings, and then yeah. Jack, just good generally era.
2: good vibes <laughs> going on. There like, was one saying. war; it lasted a year, but other uh-huh. than that, I don't wow, like oh, this last name thing. Let's change it up this time. Would you, would you be so kind to place this cannonball in a bucket <laughs> of water?
1: Oh, also, oh, I love there. i.
4: I love that. Like as soon as it became the Jacksonian era, they're like, it is no longer the era of good feelings. I, I say, <laughs> what what? <laughs> It's it's
0: terrible, oh, I might say. What oh, this Jackson? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Whoa! And then that after is... that, it's Civil War era. Oh,
2: I can't yeah. believe everyone's the a ghost. Real dark. That I think they just they were like this one part was pretty chill. There yeah. was a war, but this everything. What's coming next is a bummer for mm-hmm. a while, which <laughs> tends to happen
0: because then it went Gilded Age, Progressive Era, right. World War One, Roaring Twenties, Great Depression. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah.
0: Wow! I mean, ups always, and downs.
2: I wonder if they name you know they're looking back and they're like, you know what, that was that was, those were the good times. That this mm. this little pocket until eighteen sixteen, that was fun. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. this used to be
0: called something else. They're like, I don't know that. I had a good feeling. You know what? We should call it the era. Yeah, that was
2: like their like late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. That was like yeah, like,
0: that was their Clinton years.
2: Yeah, it was like their <laughs> Like, hey, everyone seems to be getting along. Okay, Uh but. uh <laughs> Wow, Wow! great letter Great story, so scary Um, Let me read this next one Here we go Make sure, yeah, okay, here we go Hey guys Back in October of 2008 I was living on my own In a house owned by a friend of my dad's It was actually an old milk barn That had been renovated into a house It was a small rectangle house That was in three parts Kitchen in the front, living room in the middle Bedroom in the back
4: Kitchen in the front, bedroom in the back. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, this is like this (laughs) guy knows how to to.
2: play. This will all come into play later. When you walked in the front door, the entrances to each room had no doors. So you could see all the way into the bedroom. So, yeah, it's like a track house. Mm -hmm. uh, I had an apartment like this in college. Up until this point in my life, I had weird things happen to me, but nothing at this level. My brother had lived in the house before me and then passed it on to me when he moved. He had told me there were issues with the electricity Mm. and showed me the breaker box and Mm -hmm. how to reset it if the electricity ever went out. One of the things that I didn't like about the house, it was set way off the road and there was no outdoor light. So it was pitch.
0: One of the things. No, thank you. (laughs) That's kind of a whole thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I would leave a lamp on in the living room and I would play the radio at night. One motorhead. Sorry. <laughs> for us? Uh, one night uh, late in October, I woke up around—you guessed it—around. We <gasps> thought 3 you were going to say 11-11. eleven eleven. Ah.
0: <laughs> oh. oh my god! But three
2: a.m. is the other. 3, three. Well, come on. 3 we'll a. say 333. A
0: 333. three thirty-three. Three thirty-three.
2: Yeah, three three a.m. is like you know it's the the hour for the witching hour. It took me a minute to kind of wake up and notice that the house was dark and the radio was just static, except the TV was on. And upon getting up and checking, I had no cable. So it was just a snowy screen.
3: Hey, I was just going to stay real quick. I just this just came to me. You know, we hear 3 a.m. all the time. Do you think it's along the same theory as that Ed and Lorraine thing that it's like, you know, (gasps) this time of high strangeness because it uh, mocks the Trinity? I mean, there could be something there.
2: Yeah, I thought it was always like the position of like, you know, where we are in the night. We're like halfway between midnight and dawn.
3: I know. So but it's that, like a that's space. interesting. There's, I like that. I don't know. I'm going to explore You're that. You're really getting on, right on the Ed
2: and Lorraine Warren Let's train.
4: Well, no. I just I think that was interesting. I don't know. Very it's, hard into Ed and Lorraine Warren. Fair right
2: enough. Now. enough. It's, incre- it's three and three. We get it. We get it. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Moving on. Sorry, sorry.
3: <laughs> had, had to express that thought. Fair
2: enough. Fair enough. Confirmation it bias. It took me a minute to kind of wake up and notice. Okay, so he's, he's seeing the snowy screen. I tried to rationalize it by thinking, well, maybe it was just I was just so tired I forgot to leave the lamp on and forgot to turn off the TV after watching the movie. I tried to turn the TV off. It took me a couple tries of hitting the power button, but I finally got it to turn off. It was a clear night, and I didn't have any curtains on and a lot on a lot of the windows, so the house was slightly illuminated. And I had just been asleep, so my eyes had adjusted to the dark. I started hearing a noise or rustling behind the entertainment Move. center that the TV was on. Yeah, I gotta go. I had mice from time to time, so I thought that maybe, maybe it had been that. Wow, at this first. house
0: sounds miserable. Is
2: it wind? Is it wind? I mean. <laughs> This is a very isolating place to live. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) it's in the
4: woods. It's no lights, electricity problems, filled to the brim with mice. I mean, do I have a a house? No,
0: so you're better than me. I'm just saying it sounds scary. No, you're better than me. You're better than me.
2: Well, ladies, Uh Bryce, buckle buckle up, because here we go.
4: (laughs) No! Okay.
2: As I went back to my bedroom, the static on the radio got slightly louder, and I heard a voice say... (laughs) Over the static, I see you. What?
3: Yeah, no bueno. Are you serious?
2: It spooked me enough that I ran to the lamp outside my bedroom door, trying desperately to turn it on, and finally got it turned on. And when it came on, all the lights in the house came on.
4: I feel sick. I feel sick.
2: Thinking back, I remembered my brother saying there were electric issues, so it didn't alarm me at first. I started thinking the radio was just picking up someone's. No, that's crazy.
4: Who on the radio is saying, Shh, I see
2: you? Then something changed. No. I started hearing a deep scratching behind no! the entertainment center. I can't. And drag up the wall till it was above the entertainment center, then started moving down the wall. I could hear the scratching and could also see the wild. <laughs> I could also see the wall slightly Shut pushing Shut the out. fuck. Yeah. You will
1: ah, stop
2: with it. Like in yes. Ghostbusters,
3: <laughs> when that uh, when the gargoyle tries to get Sigourney right before yes. you see the hand pushing oh through the door. Uh, you I'm
4: get a sledge. You get a sledgehammer and you bash mm. that in. I don't know. You got to do something. I'm, I'm. i I feel sick.
2: The walls were not insulated, so it it was empty walls. <gasps> in parentheses. I watched it as it traveled down the wall, pressing on the wall as it went, and when it got to the kitchen, it was like something moved really fast and knocked stuff off the counter. I
4: can't do this.
2: Guys, this is the most loaded L-Files episode we've ever had. (laughs) So I ran to the bedroom, got my keys off the nightstand, and ran towards the front door, uh uh the whole time hearing the loud growling coming from the radio in the house. Wow. What? Just before I got okay. to the door, I it was like I ran into the wall that wasn't there so hard that my feet came off the floor and I had no! more Wow. I was getting, I was, tr- I tried getting up to get a hold of the door and something put its <gasps> hands around my ankles. You won't And stop. me all the way to the back of the bedroom. Uh, drag me Best scenario, this no. is just a
4: murderer. Worst case. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: <laughs> it's, it's a fucking killer I,
4: ghost. It's it's a a ghost. It's a murder ghost.
2: It's a wall, geist. <laughs> I jumped up again and booked it for the front door. Got out, got my vehicle. I tried no. starting it, no. but couldn't. It would not turn over with the lights inside flashing. After several attempts, I finally got it to start and slung mud driving out of the driveway. I looked one last time in my rearview mirror no. and saw the front no. door shut and all the lights in the house what? go off. Man. This Where is do one you of go my, from there? This is one of my main stories. One? I hope it didn't freak you out too much. Friends didn't like hearing it and and I'm not real keen on telling it because it makes me feel insane. <laughs> I wow. will. will,
0: will, will, will. I have several things will. to say. Will. Several will. things. First of all, it's one of your main stories. Yeah. You have a yeah. whole yeah,
2: I mean, not, well. It didn't take place in Maine. Just like one of his main stories. So there's, there's more that's oh happened here. Oh my
0: god! The other thing is, I, I. I love thinking that he then went to his brother, told him the whole story, and his brother went, yeah, electrical problems. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I told don't you. you. Uh,
0: uh,
3: well, right.
2: I told you. Electrical problems. Dude, you
3: just need to dude. You just need to flip the big, breaker a couple sleep, times. Bro. The
2: wiring bulges <laughs> out of the walls, and it travels up and down the entertainment center. do yeah, be a And the a radio, person. like, gives,
0: like, a haunting, uh, chilling voice. Because of the electricity,
2: the radio will talk to you. Just chill out; it's just an electrical problem.
0: I got along with it fine. We shared a beer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is so uh, creepy.
0: That's so
4: disturbing. This is the
2: guys. You guys are giving us Hollywood level stories tonight. Crazy. This is Uh, so
4: amazing. I mean, there should be an unsolved mysteries about this. Yeah,
2: totally. God. Jesus, I didn't think we were gonna. T- I mean, let's see where it goes from here. I'm I'm terrified now. Uh, Kelly, you have a letter for us. That I do.
4: <laughs> hey guys, I first <laughs> I first heard of this podcast when Michael was on Craig Ferguson's Sirius XM show. I am a huge Craig Ferguson fan, so naturally, I had to listen to the episode with him about the Loch Ness monster. I instantly loved the show. I went back and listened to the ones from the beginning, and I've kept up with it ever since. This is my favorite podcast.
2: Hey, all right. For- that's awesome.
4: I became a Patreon member and I share oh, the show you. with anyone I can. I'm getting my boyfriend interested in it. We listen to the Roswell episodes together and a few others. Great. I enjoy the stories and the discussion. It's a lot of fun and it feels like kicking back with friends. I am a licensed professional counselor working in a substance abuse treatment oh. program. My job is often very stressful and emotionally draining. You know, doing yeah, God, doing god's you. work here. Um, The podcast has become part of my self-care routine. I enjoy listening and and having a place to share my own stories and things of high strangeness that I come across. Awesome. I'll leave you with a story. My workplace is totally haunted. (laughs) It does not help my state of mind. About every few weeks, a client tells me about an experience, but it's not just clients. I've heard numerous stories from coworkers. Usually, it's seeing someone walk down the hall or enter a room only to find out that no one's around. I have yet to see anything here, but I do sense things. I keep my crystals, salt, and sage mm-hmm. oil clothes. Smart. Smart. The building is very old, and it used to be a nursing home. Also, unfortunately, I know for a fact that about 20 years ago, they had an adolescent program here, and one of the boys hung himself and died. Sad. Uh, The company had to do an overhaul of policies and implement new suicide prevention remodeling, such as covering up exposed pipes and staff trainings at that time. I don't know the kid's name. There haven't been any other deaths here, thankfully, but we have had several people come through here who unfortunately lost their lives to addiction or other circumstances after they left. Wow. The adolescent program was moved, and the facility I work in now has the adult residential programs. There's one program for mothers and small children. I am told that often the small children will be observed, interacting as if they're playing with or talking to someone that is not there. (laughs) And throughout the years, several kids have said that they were playing with a boy named Elliot. (laughs) Clients are only here a few months at best. Many different kids have mentioned Elliot over a long period of time. None of us I know, who, I know Elliot who Elliot is. is. But he doesn't seem to be causing <laughs> He is the brother of the Victorian <laughs> sea ghost. He is not. He's not. None of us know who Elliot is. He we could, we could
2: assemble like an Avengers-style team yes. of like ghosts, yes. and yeah. characters from this. Uh, from there's a whole there's a whole movie mm-hmm. we could write from this episode alone.
4: Yes, um, but he doesn't seem to be causing any harm. Anyway, thanks for the stories and have a great sewing, Tor- Tori.
3: Wow.
2: Interesting. Hey, by the way, uh, huge points for pronouncing that word correctly.
4: Oh. Yeah, dude. So nice. I celebrate (laughs) so
2: Nice.
3: So you know what I think of, I mean, have you guys ever heard of the stone tape theory? (laughs) No, tell it. Okay, so the stone tape theory basically says that, uh, you know, hauntings are analogous to like tape recordings, right? And that mental impressions during emotional or traumatic events can be projected in the form of energy, essentially being recorded. And so like in the work that she does with all these, I'm sure I know, you know, emotions, energy runs so high and the stakes are so high that, you know, I I could totally see them getting, you know, planted and mm-hmm. onto the walls of these, of this building. And maybe that's why so many people experience strange things in the hallways and hear sounds. And, you know, it's always those old nursing homes or those old, mm-hmm you know places where just there's so much trauma.
2: So I'm with you 100% Bryce, but then we hear about stuff like these kids who actually interact.
3: Right. I think it can thing. be
2: both. Right. So
0: and Elliot, well I think maybe Elliot's just maybe the strongest. It's probably the, Elliot's presence the- is still there and then the other stuff is energy.
2: Hmm. Because I also and, like yeah. the idea like that came up in the Borley rectory episode we did where, you know, where the woman appears to be hovering above the ground and the, the paranormal investigator was like, but in her time period, the the grating of the ground would have been <gasps> about this high. Oh. So we're just observing her walking around in her own time. She doesn't know that we're seeing her. And yeah. I like cool. that idea too, that right. it's sort of a.
4: Like a time window.
3: Yeah. It's an imprint yeah, a of
2: time a time. Oh. Like time window oh. time in on itself. Yeah. Oh, that's but, so beautiful. But so I'm I'm a hundred percent open to that and think that's possible. But I, but Lindsay, I think it might it might not be mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like it, it could be both.
4: Yeah, and I think like um you know it, the you know the walls being like imprinted with just years and years of trauma and 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 people that are very distressed. Um, I feel like that energy like probably like contributes to Elliot. strength in being Mm -hmm. there and elliot Mm -hmm. contributes to that and i feel like it's just like all feeding Mm -hmm. itself you know what i mean yeah Yeah. sure sure Mm sure yes yes
3: emotion Um, seems to play such a huge part in in paranormal activity you know when emotions run extremely high you know that's when that's when things start to happen or that's when things you know can shit can hit the fan mm -hmm. wow
2: Fascinating, and thank you for the work that you do. Yeah, definitely. Listener, yes. Uh, awesome. Okay, here we go. Lindsay, you got it. The next letter.
0: Hello, all. I love your podcast and have been a listener since the very beginning. I keep meaning to submit this story and always forget, but now I'm on vacation with nothing else to do. So here you go. Sorry if it gets long. <laughs> Four years ago, my husband and I moved into a 105 year old house in St. Paul, Minnesota. There's a few spooky features, like a hidden dirt room in the basement, Ugh. and a secret entrance to the <laughs> attic. What? No. Why?
1: No. Oh, it's all those like yeah, butler
4: yeah. stairs and stuff. When I was looking, because I was I was specifically looking for a historic house to buy, and uh, lots of mm. interesting stairs.
2: I, yeah, I'm no not bueno. moving in anywhere that has a mm-hmm. dirt yeah. floor. <laughs> <office>. <laughs> it's a potato room. Also, she freezing it.
0: Hidden dirt room in the basement.
3: Hidden dirt room. <laughs> yeah, th-
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. Their that's, that's definitely like in a, a Buffalo
0: Bill situation. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I
4: don't
2: like But then this, she I'm says, sorry.
0: generally though, it is not a scary house. It's like, if you say so. Yeah. You no, know,
2: you've
4: already <laughs> blown it. <laughs> yeah, like, but like you, here, you're telling me that the, the thing
0: now is yeah. like.
2: The, the first two things you mentioned mm-hmm. are super now scary. Now we know that this
0: <laughs> person's barometer is like way different than ours.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. just generally it's electrical problems. issues <laughs> yeah.
0: you know what confirmation well, well,
2: don't, don't.
0: when yeah, we first ahead. moved in we noticed that occasionally electronics would just turn on by themselves for example we would be watching tv and all of a sudden the xbox would turn on when no one was near it or the remote and the attic light would be on when no one went up there kill me. Also, there was one night our Bluetooth speakers connected to my phone and turned on while we were sound asleep. Also, my garage door would not open without yelling good morning into the void. I'm sorry, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Girl, I decided not to read this one beforehand because <laughs> I wanted to be surprised with everybody. Garage
2: door shouts good morning? Yes. Wait, so uh, you
0: have
4: to... This yeah, I wanted to
2: be like, morning. also... Yeah, oh, you have you to have say to good morning. Morning, and then the door
4: will open. Oh, and then in order for the, at, that that uh, dirt floor room to open, you have to say, "And Satan, <laughs> I give you my soul." Yes.
3: That's how the gate to hell. just Also, closed. my garage
0: door would not open without us performing the entire number "Good Morning" from "Singing in the Rain."
1: <laughs> we even
0: had the electric replaced, and it continued. So it wasn't a problem with that. Well. Not one for electrical problems. Okay, someone to go someone go get mm-hmm. go get that brother. We named her Dorothy yeah. after the yeah. only resident that ever died while living in the house. Nothing nefarious, just kidney disease. Well,
2: well, yeah. uh, well tell that to your bot mm-hmm. tell that to Dorothy's. Tell bot. that to the kidneys, because
0: yeah. I think the kidneys uh, had something nefarious going on. Exactly. Everything <laughs> changed last Christmas. To get in the holiday mood, I wow. went on a tour of the Alexander Ramsey House, the home of the first governor of Minnesota, which gets decorated in Victorian fashion with all the family's original ornaments, decorations, furniture, etc. Fun. Everything Pretty. was jolly until we reached the bedroom of his daughter, Marion. They had two of her skating outfits. Oh my God, Kelly, skating outfits! I'm so sorry to interrupt. <laughs>
4: Dude, what is the but we always read a book outfits? where,
0: like, the two characters <sighs> were going shopping for skating outfits, and we were like, skating what? <laughs> 11-11. <laughs> and we were like, why? Just wear your clothes. <laughs> anyway, they had two of her skating outfits displayed with photos of her in them and the, at the St. Paul Winter Carnival. As soon as I stepped into the room, my blood went cold. There was something there, and it was not happy we were nothing overt happened but I could feel that Marion was in the room with us we continued the tour with the presence following us throughout all the rooms it became hostile feeling again when we went into the children's playroom complete with all their original toys which were creepy enough on their own get those yes, toys do not out. keep Victorian children toys anywhere burn them bury them in your dirt yeah. everybody <laughs> knows them everybody
3: knows that, in everybody the knows
0: that. <laughs>
2: safety 101. Mm-hmm. Straight into the lobster traps <laughs> And never to be seen
1: again <laughs> We
0: finished the tour and I headed home Hoping the presence decided to stay home I don't think that she does Sadly, she did not Okay, I was right For the next few days, the strange activity in our house Increased exponentially While Dorothy always gave off a feeling Of someone just hanging out All of a the sudden There was something else there the Christmas lights on our banister would randomly turn on and off or start blinking even when I took the battery out and they did not plug in. Ornaments which were securely <gasps> placed fell off our tree when no one was near it. The,
4: mm-hmm, is this Christmas ghost? The wreath
0: on the door would sway when there was no wind. Shut your face. After Christmas when the decorations were down it felt like the presents left and we were back to Dorothy and her Xbox addiction. <laughs> <laughs> or so you thought. That bitch is playing wow. Halo. I accept, and the letter's not over. Sorry, I accept that they had a feeling about what was going on. But honestly, the stuff that Marion was doing sounded kind of the same as the stuff that Dorothy was doing. But, but yes, 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 you exactly. had the feeling, not me. I don't know what happened that Christmas, and I couldn't find any similar stories online about the Ramsey house or Marion, but I do know that it wasn't just our Dorothy in the house with us that month. Dorothy is still messing around with our electronics, and I'd like to think it was her that drove Marion out from messing with us too much. So that's my story. I love your podcast and hope you enjoy my story, My Minor Brush with the Paranormal. Peace out, Danny.
2: Wow. Man, I mean, not so minor. That's That's good. That's a good ghost story. That's a, a creepy fucking story.
4: Luscious creepy ghost story. You know her going to that to that house and get taking a ghost with her. Remember when I came on here and I I took I told you guys about how I took a a ghost home with me from the Heritage Square Museum.
3: Oh, oh yeah, that. that's called a hitchhiker.
4: Yes. It's uh,
0: yep. Yeah. That's
2: true.
3: Oh man. Yeah. I always hate yeah. those stories like so we just did the Amityville horror house and when the family left their house after only 28 days from being completely haunted by it uh they escaped to their uh mother-in-laws and the whatever entity was haunting them there <laughs> followed them there to their mother
1: Yes, horrible oh, kick know. them
3: out god it's like even when you run away you can't That's get away the sometimes the
0: scariest thing thing. to me is it's like okay well i yeah i can remove myself like the guy from his tract home electrical problems that were trying to kill him time and place ain't a thing if that if that thing got in the truck with that guy
4: he'd be dead i know it's like i would much rather live in a haunted house than be a haunted
2: person
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) it's a really good way of putting
4: it
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. At least you can. Yeah, you You can leave the house. Can't leave the haunted person. (laughs) No, should go on a T-shirt. Um, I have, Mm -hmm. I got one last story for us tonight. It's a it's a long one, but it's it's I've skimmed it. It seems awesome, and it seems well paced. I'm scared. (laughs) Okay, go. So bear with me. I'm not quite sure where this is going to go. It's 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 a lengthy one, but here we go
0: i'm excited hang in there everybody. i'm excited <laughs> buckle up baby
2: and this is from the, this letter uh this this listener did ask that we not use their name okay um and they call themselves okay. shane
4: okay
2: hey gang i've been wanting to send this experience that i had to you guys for a while now and now that it's the tail end of <laughs> wet hot alien summer i think it's time i share it with you dudes I know it's a long story but after listening to BCC episode 121 something that Bryce said had caught my attention and motivated me. He mentioned the black entity from the film Under the Skin. Awesome movie by the way. And it reminded me of something that I saw in my bedroom. Again, this email might be a bit long but it's something that I've never been able to forget. How could I'm why am I more to... afraid of this one
0: than <laughs> Tract House one? <laughs> I know
2: what I'm about to tell you to the very best of my knowledge <laughs> is true I say to the best of my knowledge because what transpired was the most bizarre thing that has ever happened to me and in all honesty it sounds batshit crazy it's something that I have only told three people in my entire life and most likely won't tell anyone else my god anyway. It special some- yeah this happened some time back in the summer of 2011 or 2012 while my wife and i were living in a nice two-bedroom house outside of wichita kansas shout out to michael Michael Mm -hmm. kansas native what's up to (laughs) in our bedroom i would sleep facing the wall with my back towards
4: don't do that (laughs) no don't do that why would you (laughs) mistake one don't do that don't do that everybody
3: knows you don't sleep that way don't
4: do that you put your face towards it and Mm -hmm. you put the blanket over your ear
3: we gotta
2: post a list of what not to do (laughs) Yeah. There was also a second door in the bedroom that went into our bathroom on the perpendicular wall across from the foot of our bed. So with that being said, oh. here goes. The first thing I remember mm-hmm. is coming to, or maybe waking up and being aware that I wasn't the in the place that I recognized. I was standing what? In this, I was standing in this gray metallic room with no discernible <gasps> wall or ceiling. With the way the room was shaped, I couldn't tell where the floor met the walls or where the walls <gasps> led up to the ceiling because there were no real seams or edges. The room is cold but well lit, with a low fog.
0: Oh my God! This up. is an alien story yeah, instead of a ghost story.
2: So I'm standing in the gray room, and just as I start to think that I'm really in some serious trouble, I notice that I'm not alone anymore. The room is actually buzzing mm-hmm. with conversation. And there are five or six people standing around me that I can only see out of my peripheral vision. (gasps) They're moving around so quickly, like fast forward or skittering. I feel better that I have company now, but something isn't right about them. They look funny. They look (laughs) different. And the room is literally buzzing with conversation. like the sound of a crowded bar. I glance slightly behind my right side and see a short metallic table about waist high. It's the same color as the walls and ceiling of the room. It's like all just one big piece. On the table, there's a person laying there, strapped down with metallic straps that look like leather, but they aren't leather. They're more like metal. What? Like liquid metal. I begin to panic, and my brain feels foggy. I-, I don't know what the hell is going on here, and who is that strapped down on the table, and why are they strapped?
4: No, I have a theory about who it is.
2: It's I'm T1000. Scared.
0: <laughs> liquid metal. <laughs>
2: And then I hear the voice. It's in my head, disembodied, and it's deep, almost empty of empathy or emotion, and it echoes. What? You know the rules. (gasps) No, I don't. I instantly snap out of my suspicion of the person on the table, and the concern melts away as I turn my head back around to face my odd companions. They're thin and short in stature, maybe three to four feet tall, with skin that is an orangish-gray, And they have thin lips and lizard-like noses, and they have large almond-shaped eyes. Oh! Their eyes look oily, but not shiny, just like fluttering Mm. pockets of oil. I'm not scared, though, but on the contrary, I'm actually enjoying their company. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm among friends. Long-time friends. There's music playing in the background, like 1920s or 30s jazz, and we're all... Dancing. All the other okay. stories has they've and like you're... fit up like yes. At this moment,
0: I'm like yeah, angels, aliens, the past, the future. I don't know. <laughs> I'm
4: like The Shining. This, I don't know. This is it's so like, yeah,
3: Whitley Stryber communion, Christopher Walken style. This is getting crazy.
2: Okay, hold on. Stay with me, guys. Okay, okay, okay. There's music playing in the background, like 1920s or 30s jazz, and we're all dancing we are dancing. Their frail little bodies are swaying and their arms are waving around. It's almost like they're swing dancing while some others are just moving their hips. I'm smiling and shaking my head back and forth while I'm apparently doing the twist.
3: (laughs) Okay.
1: Their
2: their arms look so frail like tree limbs, but they move and bend like they have multiple elbows. Then someone tells a joke. And man, (laughs) it's a good one. We all start laughing and whatever. Whatever was said, though I can't recall what it was, has me laughing so damn hard, I'm nearly crying. I feel like I'm drunk. I bent down and slapped my leg just above the knee and let out an audible, whoa, man, that's pretty good. And I casually glanced back to my right side as I wipe my eyes again because, holy shit, that was a funny joke. And I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying. And then I see the table behind me again body on the table is a child maybe 10 years
0: old
2: the haircut is ambiguous and the straps are covering the (laughs) person's genitals and chest but i know it's a child all of a sudden i snap out of the comedy dance trance and now suddenly i'm terrified for a child on the table what the hell is going on i've got to get them off that damn table and instantly good and pissed off and i'm gonna kick someone's ass and i need answers right fucking now because if someone doesn't tell me what's going on the voice in my head echoes again louder but oddly calm almost like it's bored you know the rules shane you remember oh the rules God. i turn back and face my hosts and i apologize and i say uh, yeah sorry i uh and the music is playing, and we're all swaying and laughing, and it's a really great time. And I feel like I've known these people my whole life, like this common occurrence, these dance parties. I'm excited, and I'm feeling like these are the people that I want to spend the rest of my life hanging out with. Mm-hmm. I feel love. Mm-hmm. I feel I belong here, and I feel this overwhelming sense of <laughs> fear. Fear washes over Man, me like it's a fiery sheet, season, like right. some sort of primal lizard brain fear. It's guttural like someone poured molten metal in my guts and now it's raging from my stomach like lightning i can't take this feeling alarm bells are buzzing in my brain i whip my body around and i'm staring at the person on the table and i feel rage and another primal instinct kicks in i have to protect this child i'm and i'm mad as hell and equally just as scared and i'm gonna get some answers now because i have to know what the fuck is going on here and i'm gonna i'm gonna get some answers right fucking now because you know what hollow voice echoes inside my head I'm sorry Shane but you You know the rules rules. you know the rules (gasps) the anger instantly melts away and I'm suddenly surprised by the statement embarrassed like a child who's in trouble and in a weird last minute rebuttal I whimper but wait and the air is sucked out of my lungs (laughs) and I feel a vacuum and then suddenly and then I suddenly realize that I'm laying in my bed and I'm staring at the wall. How long was I here? Have I been here this whole time? Why can't I blink my eyes? Wait, why can't I move my body? I'm just paralyzed, laying there. I can hear my whole, my wife quietly snoring next to me, completely dead to the fact that I'm awake next to her, fighting for my faculties. And this is where what? things get scary.
4: What? Michael! This? He said. Shane! I don't,
2: I, I don't know... What the hell is going on? I feel like I'm frozen in place. Why the hell can't I move? I'm staring at the bedroom wall and screaming in my own head, stuck, unable to move my own head, and then something odd happens. As I lay there frozen, I hear another quote-unquote me speaking in my head like a second consciousness, and it says, I have to urinate. What? It's like I have two separate inner voices. I think to myself, I don't have to pee right now. What the hell? But the second me thinks to myself again, I need to urinate now. I will go and I will Mm -hmm. urinate now.
3: It's like when girls need to uh, escape like an uncomfortable situation at a dinner. (laughs) No, you need you need to pee. We're we're gonna use the restroom
2: right back. My friend is having a piss emergency. I know you need to to
3: go, girl.
2: without my controller consent my arms begin to move and i grab the blankets and mechanically pull them off as my legs swing forward off the bed my body then sits up and i'm sitting on the edge of my bed still staring at the wall i start screaming at myself where the fuck are you going idiot you don't have to piss right now just stop Body stands up, turns, and begins to rigidly walk towards the bathroom. And I see something scuttle across <gasps> the shadows on the floor and scurry up the wall. Ew I barely thought, but I did see it. Mm. It looked like a yeah. damn gremlin. Mm-mm. Like from the <gasps> movie uh-huh. Gremlin.
1: Yeah.
2: Just a little smaller and solid black. Uh-huh. Like oil. Yeah, that's nice. It good. scurried up the wall and then it looked like it almost got sucked up into the shadows that were cast across the ceiling. What in the hell was that? I yell inside my head. Well forget that. It's small potatoes compared to what has happened. What is weighing? Small potatoes. What?
4: Small potatoes.
2: As I robotically walk the last few steps towards the bathroom door, I see this thing standing in the corner of our room. It's black, oily, like it's made out of tar, <gasps> and it's dripping all over the <gasps> carpet in a thick, bubbly mass. It's about four feet tall and thin, like emaciated. It's got this big, toothless grin that's almost too large for its own head. It's literally smiling nearly from ear to ear, almost like a fucking Muppet, like the top of its head could just unhinge and fall oh. off its jaw. And it's just grinning like a fool and staring off into space with these stark white eyes. Oh my god, oh my god, oh god, oh god, what the hell is going on? My wife is still dead asleep, peaceful and unaware. I'm steered into the bathroom and stop in front of the toilet. I'm getting really annoyed now because I've (laughs) already established that I do not need to take a piss. But I pull up, I pull my shorts down and pee streams into into the toilet water. A nice thick loud stream. Okay. What the fuck? I didn't have to take a piss, but I'm peeing now, and it's like I've held it in for hours then it, as I'm it starts to peeing, get really scary. Chill...
1: <laughs>
2: really weird a chill crawls up my spine from my lower <laughs> back all the way to my hair at the base of my neck <laughs> more alarm bells going off it's unmistakable feeling it's the un- unmistakable feeling Ugh. that I'm being watched something is watching me I just know it
4: and Buck says <laughs> that thing in the corner
2: from where I'm standing Even though I'm still unable to move my head, I can glance over and look at the window of the bathroom into the backyard. It's illuminated by a light post out back that's in the alley, but something seems off. And I'm standing there, scanning the normal view of the backyard. There's my neighbor's house, the swing set, the corner of our garage. Short little thing with a big head and the light post. Man, takes me a second to make the connection, but clear as day, like I just caught a little kid stealing a cookie. I see it standing in the light of the backyard. And it's not the first time I've seen this thing tonight. It's one of those grayish-orange things from the metal room. He's standing still, frozen, almost like he's scared. I know it. I wasn't supposed to see him. Not (gasps) But something is wrong now. I caught him, but I wasn't supposed to see him. He messed up and I can see him.
4: Eliminate the witness. I start
2: taunting <laughs> the force of whatever it is that's going on here. And I start teasing it. Ha, 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 you stupid fucks. You fucked it all up. And I caught Very. you. Very. And I'm feeling mm. a little more in control now. And I look forward because I'm still peeing. I mean, a lot yeah. of pee talk in this story. That's I mean, if that's what was happening. It's, it's easily... Pee story. It's, it's easily been at least a full <laughs> minute of pissing. <laughs> 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 but then... My body does an, an about, an about face, and I robotically turn around and face my bedroom. I was going to say, speak. I
0: pee everywhere. I as I pee I did, on my wife, I'm who is still dead, dead yeah. asleep.
2: Yeah, just
0: Sleep, she's human. sleeping. They turned
2: into, into a human sprinkler. <laughs> uh, uh, I face my bedroom, but as I do, I'm able to turn my head and look out the bathroom window again, and I notice that the thing in my art is still standing there, too scared to move. But now no. there's a second one peeking yes. out. Yeah, I knew you were ball. feeling ah, too confident, sir. Though.
4: You should Yeah, he shouldn't have provoked them.
2: His oh face God. almost pressed against mm-hmm. the glass. Man, "Fuck you!" I scream as loud as I can, but it just comes out as a hoarse whisper. Leave us alone. I <laughs> another face slowly peeks up over the window so my legs begin to move again and i'm walking back to my bed but not before i see that oily little creep in the that corner really one fucked. last time it's who is that one sees me and its eyes get even wider like they may pop off its head and roll away it knows that i saw it its grin gets a little bigger and its eyes roll into the back of its head and Melts oh my into god! The Grin's
0: getting bigger are, are one of my most like real nightmare fear like feared things to see. Yeah, when it like mm-hmm. keeps getting bigger and bigger.
2: So yeah, cartoony too. Yeah. All okay. right, we're in the home stretch. We're almost done, and then, whew, I, yeah, I this is wild whatever in the hell ever loving hell is going on in my house in my house goddamn all of you you don't have any right to be here and i swear to god if you fucking touch her well then in the exact opposite mo- movement of how i got out of bed i got back in and laid back down i attempt one last fleeting try to get some kind of control over my faculties but i am stuck i start to think about my wife and what, I'm, what am i supposed to do to protect her from these things my mind begins to race the kid the table my wife those things don't forget the kid the table my wife those things don't forget over and over and over and the shadow of a thin person with a very large head passes outside the bedroom window. and then the world fades to black and i'm lost floating in a sleepy abyss next morning i wake up and i feel refreshed like i just slept for 10 hours <laughs> my wife has already left for work so i feed the cat grab a swig of orange juice from the carton you might want to go easy <laughs> on the fluids to say or he actually really hit it hard I put the ju- yeah because he really through. peed
4: out all of his water
2: i put the juice back in the fridge and make my way to the bathroom and hop in the shower it's gonna be a good day <laughs> i'm gonna map out my work day and plan my evening as i casually glance out the bathroom window into the backyard soaping up in an instant, it all comes flooding back like a bolt of electricity. It hits right behind my eyes. Kid, the my life those things. My legs give out and I crumble down onto my knees. My head is splitting and there is a feeling like I have had a head full of angry hornets. I double over and I feel like I'm gonna puke, but I don't. I just lay there. Hornets are all buzzing and I just hear their static somehow, long after the water has grown cold, I managed to fight away the mental bee's nest and I picked myself up. Turn off the shower. And dry myself off. Blackout. 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 I don't know how I, I, know how I got dressed. I don't remember <gasps> how getting into oh my, my car or driving or even realizing that I'm now walking up the parking lot to my work until I open the front door and my co-worker says, good morning, Shane. Uh... They look like dog shit that's been warmed over. What's wrong? People actually Rude. say that in real life. Uh,
0: it's a very movie thing. I right?
2: mean, yeah, true. It depends on where he works. All I can mumble in response is, "Oh, sorry, but I had a bad dream or something." She looks at me blankly and confused and says something about bad dreams. But I ignore her and walk away. She doesn't Wasps as my head starts buzz a little I bit get more. Get it? And I go into my office. <gasps> I start to cry. Luckily, my coworker at the time was into the paranormal, so through some awkward tears, I told her what happened. Who knows if she believed me? Do I even believe me? I think I do. So anyway, great job with the show, Michael. I've been a fan ever since True Blood. Bryce Willow Creek was awesome, and Riley, <laughs> those synth keys is a real treat. All my best,
0: Shane.
4: Shane had too much spicy <laughs> pizza before sleep.
2: Oh, whoa, Bryce, where's your head at? Oh no, we <gasps> Shut lost up.
0: Bryce. That explains oh, why.
2: Fuck. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm still oh, you I'm muted. Still, oh, okay. Oh my god, here. I had such a nightmare. My we lost kid
3: me. came to say goodnight. I muted for a second and back.
2: Uh, okay. I was worried we lost the whole thing no 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 where's your head at here because i know it must be going in a million different directions yeah
3: yeah this is so fucking crazy first of all um dude something happened man there's no doubt about it and uh you should you should look into if you want to know more look into getting a regression session i mean something happened yeah there's there's no doubt about it you know man it's crazy Every time I use the the restroom at night, like I, I usually do it once a night, like in mid sleep. And, and there the, every time, every time there's there's a thought that crosses my mind. Like, God, I, you know, you, you, there's like that paranormal. Like, I hope you look down the hallway, you check and make sure nothing's mm-hmm. there. And sometimes you'll get the little goosebumps. You're just like, and then you got to kind of want to scurry back to bed as quick as possible.
0: Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm.
3: Man, I don't know. Maybe something happened to me. But, you know. It's some. That's crazy. That's a crazy story, man. I, I don't know what to tell At you. At first,
0: I was like, it's fully, a, it's an yeah. alien abduction. And then when Shane said they woke up in bed, I was like, oh, well, that's sleep paralysis. Maybe it was just a dream. But then as soon as all the other shit with the, like, oily creatures started happening, I'm like, mm, all my theories are out the window. Yeah. You know what I was hoping would happen? What?
4: that the wife would flip over and be like, you know the rules.
3: Right. Oh, that would be so good. That would be but so thankfully good. Thankfully
4: for the the main person yes. in the story that did not Oh, happen. I was yeah. going to say
0: that um, know, what if like <laughs> the story ended with, and then nine months later, we gave like my wife gave birth to a son. <laughs> and that was a child little, on the on the table. Oh, yeah. And he was actually just in heaven.
3: I was
2: kind of... <gasps> Yeah, oh my I was God. and then About, that's done
3: later when he's like four says, you yeah. know the rules, Dad.
2: <laughs> yes. He, you yeah, know? this is this is one of those, like, so you guys are like, everything seems mm-hmm. to fit into a genre. I what is this? This is a this is like one of these classic
3: abduction
2: UFO abduction stories that are often way weirder. Yeah. And almost have a interdimensional entity quality to it. This is straight up like jacques valet passport to magonia yeah. this has a blend of the sci-fi alien stuff yeah. craze, and then some weird trippy like labyrinth like go- goblin and fairy stories yeah. that have been around yes. for centuries. well even you know, even
3: the even the after event piss that took so long like emptying all those fluids that uh, that who knows what was pumped that's in what i think right was. yeah yeah
2: that's what I was thinking too. So it, it it this is one of those weird abduction stories, like, but it, which are again often when you get like Bryce always says, when you get into the little details sound way weirder and more dreamlike than yes. a straightforward like these aliens mm. came in a ship, picked you up, put you in a ship. It's almost like you cross into a different realm and they're crossing over from that realm. Yeah, too. no it's doubt like about meeting it. Meeting in a shared space. This is some John Keel, Jacques Vallée classic high strangeness. And I actually would say, um, maybe not go get regressed right away, at least. I would say this is the type of perfect story that I would send to somebody like John E.L. Tenney, who is a friend of the show, paranormal investigator, who's heard weird, weird shit and probably weirder shit. And... Tell him this story if you can, if you can Write to him and get his opinion On what, what went on here yeah. um,
3: You know, it had a little bit of Hopkins gob- uh, Hop- Hopkinsville Goblin too, like yep. staring out at the window And seeing the little goblins out in the Out in the yard screwing with you, you know It's like, yeah. ugh, man
2: And you were dead on The nose with the Whitley-Strieber Communion stuff, because there's like even that Dancing, yeah. weird dancing stuff I gotta say, this yep. goes back to what I was um, saying on
0: the break Where I'm just like impressed by the this podcast because you guys are so well versed in so much paranormal stuff like from aliens to like psychedelics (laughs) to like the universe is a hologram to ghosts it's like very impressive (laughs) thank you so
2: much we've been around (laughs) the block we're we're doing we have been doing this every week for uh we're heading into this is like kicking Congrats. off year four. We're so in your as well.
0: Congrats, First, dude. Thanks. Congrats, thanks. thank you. oh
2: congratulations. So yeah, um I would say you know, maybe check out communion or read some of that stuff if you haven't yet, Shane. Uh although if you're listening to this, you probably already have. Guys. Great L Files. Yeah, you kill this is a long, epic episode. Yeah. We ran a little long. Thanks for Thanks hanging with us. Lindsay me. Kelly, you are Can the perfect guest for a little Can I just, make, Can I just make this episode files. just like Thank a little bit much. longer
0: for like 30 seconds? We don't have to unpack this right? or anything, yes, but Kelly yes. and I had the same exact dream no, a week apart.
4: <gasps> oh my god, yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we Wait, did. You had the what? Right, let's
2: Come literally on, let's
4: get... the same nightmare.
0: <laughs>
2: let's unpack your L files. Let's the go. Same nightmare. So and they
3: both
0: like fit in with the same. Uh, moment in our menstrual cycle so yeah we
4: were because we're oh, we're basically like up. two mm-hmm. to three
0: days and then apart. at the okay. exact same point for how long ago us, was about this? a month like mm-hmm. about a month ago maybe wow. less. Okay. so we both had this dream where we were at something where in our dream the both of us were basically like it was a roofie party we were at a party that guys were throwing where Whoa, they were yeah, every girl there. And we were the only ones who knew. And we were trying to save all the girls and get them out. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And like losing track of them.
4: And then like, everybody's laughing like, at like us. Putting, putting one girl, putting one girl like, you know over by the door and then turning around and then she's gone and then you find out she's like over like in the other room and everyone laughing literally it was like I texted Lindsay and I was like I had a really bad night's sleep last night like I was scream sobbing in my sleep like harder than I've ever fucking cried and I, I and then I was like I dreamt I was at a roofie party and I was the only person who knew about what was happening and
0: she was like holy shit I had that exact Dream it was insane and Weird. the same thing it's like at, I, after trying and trying and trying so hard to save all these girls from this party I got locked out and some were still inside some I'd gotten out but some were still inside and I was banging on the door and I was like I crumpled onto my knees and was just sobbing and screaming yeah. and like wailing in agony and just like please yep. please so like, helpless feeling like-
4: but literally the same exact dream
3: wow that, i mean that's that's wild that's pretty crazy i wonder what the symbolism of of, of what occurred okay. could mean you know
2: it, it was ju- also
4: um a couple of days before the big moon <laughs> announcement
2: just Three fyi oh yeah all right all right <laughs> oh interesting which is very mm-hmm. feminine as well i mean mm-hmm. menstrual moon. Yeah. moon yeah cycle very feminine uh yeah the moon is a feminine symbol it's carrying water which means it's carrying life fertility That's very, you know, yeah pregnant moon mm-hmm. yeah it was wow. crazy you know, very it was so weird one of the more Christ. interesting
3: things about dream. lucid dream <laughs> one of the more interesting things about lucid dreamers is is, is two lucid dreamers can share dream space <gasps> so you know it for for for, wow. for those who don't know what that is lucid dreaming is being aware that you're dreaming within a dream and uh, and research has been done where two people will go into a lucid dream and meet in a shared dream space right so people can share the same dreams and share that same space Bryce, how it happened we to you do
2: this project year four project we yes in a lucid
3: please dream. do <laughs> that would wow be dope. that would be dope it's I'm a thinking date. you know with your story <laughs> it, it it rings to me it's a date I'll be there. <laughs> It almost sounds like a like a precognitive warning, like something may happen in yeah. the future, something that you guys might be able to pick up on as in, in a queue. I don't know, maybe at a party somewhere down mm-hmm. the future, and you guys, I don't know, I don't. I think know, it's but- also
4: like a sign because, like, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay and I often like what well, we well, <laughs> we like see things that like about like people and about like you know whatever that other people I feel like don't see. Yeah. And our private text thread is very messy. It's very chaotic. It's Um, got bad energy. Really bad energy. (laughs) Really bad energy. energy. It's very cursed. Um, But, like, I feel like that's, like, so emblematic of, like, that dream is so emblematic of, like, how we – we're we're always, like, no, that's dangerous. I don't trust that. I don't trust that.
2: Right. I wonder wonder if, like, your dialogue even – like, you're beyond – I wonder if you guys are so synced up now that like you're you're not only just like synced in terms of your cycles, but also like your mental yes. cycles as well. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I, For sure. We were both having... Now it's you guys are so in sync that you will literally it was crazy. dream. And the we same were both thing.
0: having like the worst periods of our life. Yeah. Worst like, period of in my terms fucking life. Of dude. My mood. Oh
2: i'm not laughing it at you i'm just just this is wild. no it's it
0: like, the actual, like the actual like experience is, is a period terrible. Was like, whatever it was a period but my state of mind and mood was like i hit rock bottom dangerous dangerous yes so same.
3: strange i mean it's very wow. phenomenal i don't you That's know I, I, you don't hear about that often it's uh it's so strange that I think there was more phenomenal. To it. Phenomenal. Think phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> it,
0: like,
3: yeah, I don't know. I think you guys had that dream for a told reason. Me you this. know. I would
0: yeah. think they were fucking lying.
4: <laughs> I would think yes. it was fake, but it was so spot on. I don't know. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Anyway, we that have to tell you because play.
4: you guys are like the experts we're, on this.
2: Yeah, we're gonna wow. file it away in the L, in the L files. That's so as good you as any part of the of the stories that we collect now Um, (laughs) if anyone else has had a an experience like that please write in to bigfoot collectors club at gmail and uh, we'll let you guys know uh if anybody else has had that experience all right we gotta go but before we do uh lindsey kelly where can people find people
0: can find me on the internet um at lindsey katai on instagram or twitter i never use my instagram anymore though um yeah kelly you can find
4: me on everything at Kelly New G that's going to be on uh, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G. And,
2: and of course Teen Creeps comes mm-hmm. out every Wednesday. Weekly. <clears throat> and every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, hey. Please yeah. check
0: out After the show off. I uh, wrote for uh, Infinity Train. It's on HBO Max. There are three seasons.
4: Oh, yeah. And if you like uh, narrative horror, uh, check out the podcast Exile. I wrote uh, and performed and produced it
2: fantastic Beautiful. so much good stuff to get us through <laughs> the end of 2020 um and do us a favor uh oh Bryce first of all it's let's pl- plug dirty picture cover up before we go yeah
3: sure check out my new game it's going to be available this fall just go to uh the the dpcugame.com i mean our our the shipment arrives literally in a, in, in 2 weeks so i'll let you i know through social media when you can actually place your order please do it's so fun i know you guys will have a blast playing it cannot wait for you guys to get one
2: and please do us a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review, and uh, if you do, we might read it on the air, like this one that says, "Yay, five stars!" by It's Burgy <laughs> Bitch. I wrote a nice, I wrote a nice, thoughtful review, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> Hoping it'll get read, but I'm too lazy to write a whole new one. Great podcast. Love Bryce's voice, and Riley <gasps> is definitely mm-hmm. a Nordic. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> love for me i guess all yeah right. wow you got enough chopped
4: liver he,
2: she, he or she gave us yeah, a five-star review so that is enough for me all right everybody Thank you so much uh, for listening to the show. You can subscribe to the uh, our Patreon, uh, the other side, at uh, patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. And, uh, I want to thank Lindsay and Kelly, of course, for being here. We'll have to so do this fine. again. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, so much fun. So you guys much, are a blast. Well, right Fucking back at great you. Great stories this week. Uh, until next time, good night. And if you want, go get regressed. <laughs>